Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. And thank you for tuning into the podcast with the best domain name and digital asset content in the world. Today's episode is a Domain Sherpa review titled .ai Domains, Changing the Game or More of the Same, featuring Andy Booth, James Booth, Josh, and Drew. So on today's show, we forego the domain game and name jack and a jet segments that we typically do and instead focus on .ai domain names. As Andy and James have made some domain industry headlines recently with some of their big .ai domain sales, and purchases. Drew has taken on a more bearish position on .ai domains, so we brought everybody on the show today to talk about it. We learned some of the history about how Andy and James got started in the domain space. Then we do a deep dive into .ai domains to better clarify everybody's opinions and plans and see where the Sherpas agree and where they disagree. One takeaway is that there's actually more common ground than you think, and there's no question that we're seeing the impact of AI everywhere, and the domain space is no exception. So get your popcorn ready and tune in because you do not want to miss this. And remember, we've got the ICA meeting coming up in Vegas, January 17th to the 20th. So please get registered and booked and all that good stuff. And if you're not a member yet, please handle that. And also remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you can also watch the video version at DomainSherpa.com and on our YouTube channel at DS.TV. You can also listen to the shows on Apple and Spotify and other podcast platforms as well. So make sure you hit the like button, the subscribe button everywhere that you can and help Domain Sherpa grow the pie. And we're also integrating our shows with Muse.ai, which provides new search functionality for the shows and transcripts as well. So definitely check all that out. And last but not least, big shout out to Dan.com, the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors. With that, it's now time to get into this episode of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. So let's go. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. Jayon, a.k.a. Sherpa Winfrey, a.k.a. John Burgundy, and I'm the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is going to be a good one. We're going to technically call it a Domain Sherpa review, but we're going to do it a little bit different than usual. We're going to talk about AI domains and .AI domains with none other than the Booth Brothers and the one and only Josh Reason. And we got Drew here, too. Let me break down really quick the way our segments are going to work. We got our grand opening. That's where I'll intro the Sherpas, see what's good with them. We'll talk about some related things, maybe some unrelated things, maybe drop some AKAs. Segment two, we're not doing the domain game. Instead, like I said, we're going to talk about AI domains, .ai domains, and some good stuff and find out what the boost's been up to, maybe even get a little little history on the brothers. And then uh, segment three, we got name jet in a jet. If we get to it, we do have a list of name jet domains to talk about. If not, we can push that to our holiday show next week. And then last but not least, we got grand closing where we'll discuss anything we haven't covered already, what's going on in the domain space, looking at the market trends, current events, allowing our guests to mention and promote anything they want to talk about that we have not already discussed. All right, with that, let's go ahead and introduce the Sherpas. I'm going to kind of bounce it around a little bit. Normally, I'd go around the horn. I'm going to do it a little bit different. I want to do it in a particular order. So first off, over to my left, I'm going to introduce my boy, Andrew Rosner, a.k.a. Morpheus, a.k.a. the Dirk Diggler, Digital Assets, a.k.a. Bob Lee Swagger, the Sniper, a.k.a. Drew. Drew got what I need, a.k.a. Never going to give Drew up. What's good? Graybeard, the Domain Pirate, is in the house. What's up, man? <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to. Uh, I'm excited for today's show. I, yeah, um, no, it's gonna be a lot of. It's gonna be a got, lot of. Fun. You know, we got legends. We got the legends. 
We do, man. We do. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about Sherpa is that we have the opportunity to bring on folks like the Booth brothers to talk about really dope stuff. Guys who've really done it for real. Um, you know, I mean, that's the cool thing. Major and Booth Minor. (laughs) No, hey, man. Oh, I could use that. Which one's which? You'll find out in the AKAs. I'm just going to, I'm going to add those in right now. You know, that's the goal. The whole goal of the show is to, at the end of the, at the end of the show, we're going to determine who's the major, who's the minor. Oh, there you go. I like that. But no, hey, look, I mean, you know, the domain space is not a big space. And, you know, we've got the luxury and the pleasure of having done business with some of the best and, and literally like in the world. Uh, you know, those are the people that we, that we deal with and talk to and interface with. And, you know, and that's that's what's happening today. So let's keep it moving. Let me go. I'm going to go lower right, I guess, down to my boy Josh Reason, a.k.a. Bjorn Borg, a.k.a. Prince Harry, a.k.a. Harry Kane, a.k.a. Prince Harry Kane, a.k.a. Slim Shady, a.k.a. Mr. Pickle. What's up, man? What's happening? What's up, man? <laughs> what's up? He's got a Christmas tree. You're downstairs today, man. Climactic. I know. Well, you know, he was like, you know, he came off that pretty, you know, the, but he's in a different room of the house today. So uh, he's downstairs. I see that. I like the wainscoting. Yeah. No, you Drew is refined, man. I I would have just been like, oh, I like the wall. You know, he got into the uh, he's like, oh, that's, you know, that's some HGTV shit right there. All oh, right, you got let's some keep... teal. You got some teal wainscoting up in there. Very nice. Yeah. It's aesthetically pleasing. Well, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's go now on to the real the, the, the reason we're here you know what i'm saying the special guest all right down below me to my left we got the one and only andy booth aka andy murray aka paid guy way high on ai aka alan iverson the answer <laughs> aka Haley joel osmond because if you remember the movie Artificial Intelligence, set in a futuristic society, the film stars Osmond as David, a childlike android uniquely programmed with the ability to love. You know what I'm saying? A.K.A. Mr. Robot, A.K.A. 360. What's up, dude? Welcome <laughs> to the show. I was worried about that, man. Andy Murray, <laughs> you got the wrong guy. You got the wrong booth, brother. He's not here. That's my no. older brother. He uh, is Andy Murray to a T. <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll take uh, it. That's what's up, man. Well, welcome, welcome to the show, dude. Very, very appreciative of you taking the time to be here. And then last but not least, over to my right, we got James Booth, a.k.a. Jude Law, a.k.a. Tom Hardy, a.k.a. Dubai Jude. Low, Sell High, a.k.a. Baby Booth, a.k.a. Booth Minor. I don't know. I just threw that one in. But, hey, we got the Booth Brothers, a.k.a. Booth, there it is, a.k.a. Fire in the Booth. Big shout out to Charlie Sloth and Snap Capone. What is going on, boys? What's happening? Excited for, for the for the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, so let's dive right into it. So basically, like we said, you know, uh, you guys have been killing it lately with .ai domains. On a recent show or two, Drew has talked a little bit about his position on .ai domains. He's not as bullish, although he gives a lot of props and, you know, and really is recognized and acknowledged that a lot of it is timing. But, um, you know, you guys are really, really all in. Um, you've been doing some posting about it, which I think is some really interesting, poignant stuff. You know, I'm kind of in the middle, you know, and I think that no matter what, there's so much opportunity and AI is eating the world. And it's really interesting to see the way it's all playing out. And, uh, you know, and, and super cool to see you guys killing it with some big sales. So let's kind of dive right into that, because, like I said, that's what the, uh, you know, before, the purpose- hold on. before we go right into the AI domains, I, I you know, I want to take it back because I think a lot of our listeners um, may be following these guys on Twitter, you know, maybe hearing about recent buys and recent sales. You know, you recently sold Tiger.com. Congratulations. 
you know, you've been making some big .ai domain acquisitions. Uh, you know, probably many people have seen, some haven't. We'll get into that. But I mean, I think we should take it back because so Andy specifically uh, got into the domain industry before I did, and uh, I would say I would be the first to say that I think Andy is the single greatest hunter, for lack of a better word in the domain industry that I've ever witnessed. I don't think I've ever found anybody that was able to go out into the darkness of, you know, blind who is and, you know, find dead people, as I like to say, you know, like <laughs> really get out there, shake the tree. Yeah. Shake the tree. You know, 99% of everybody else is looking at that same apple tree and they're thinking, ah, that apple tree has been picked over. But Andy will go shake that tree and a ripe, juicy apple will fall out of that tree. And he does it over and over again in the same way he was doing it, you know, 15 years ago. He's doing it today and he's still finding those ripe apples. It's getting a little harder, maybe. And maybe there's, you know, it's fewer and fewer, but the value of the names are worth much more than they used to be. Uh, and so I think it's important to, you know, let, let, let's take it back. Let, let's talk about, you know, how did you come into the domain industry? You know, we're not going to harp on this too much, but how did you suddenly show up in the domain industry? And then why did you choose that path? I, I've always said there is a role for everybody in the domain industry, like in any industry. If you're interested in this industry, there's a role for you. It might yeah. be in customer service at GoDaddy, or it oh, might yeah. be in hunting domains, or it might be in reselling domains, it might be in flipping domains, it might be long-term investment, could be building a business. There's a lot of different ways to be in this industry. So why did you pick your role and how did you get here? Yes, my friend. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Right. So I'll try to keep this as simple as possible because I have a tendency, you know, I'm, with my medic, medical condition to kind of go up on one. So um, let me start off. You know, um, I'm a technologist. I've always loved the computer. And this is where me and Manly are, as I call him, in a nice kind of way, in a brotherly, <laughs> loving kind of way. Uh, that nickname has stuck around for a while, by the way. Manly is James, um, for those don't, that Manly don't know. Oh, James. man, why did I not know this? You know, okay, I'm going to I got, you know, I'm just going to keep adding to this. He's always exhibited Manly qualities. Anyway. Uh, well, he actually, he looked like uh, an adolescent young boy until a couple of years ago. That's a positive. The domain industry had to put a little hair on him. Exactly. He's eating his crust now. Anyway, uh, re re rewinding, rewinding. You know, so I've always been, you know, one with the machine, which a lot of these people, you know, in, in, in domain names and technology and artificial intelligence, this is what they all have in their DNA. And uh, I always. You know, in my spare time, I wasn't a loser. I've always been a, you know, not a popular kid either, but I was 40, athletic, I love my football. But by the same token, I wanted to kind of have my own space. I've always been a bit of a loner. I'm pretty selective when it comes to friends. I trust a handful of people, which is maybe where me and, me and James differ. So I always love things like, you know, I've gone to GeoCities, you know, we were kids and we used to trade Pokemon cards. So I thought, you know, hey, we've got the internet now. It's the dial-up modem, you know, it was slow. I was like, you know, let's, let's use this as a platform to the world. And we had some of these rare Pokemon cards and we were selling them, you know, and to, to people in Norway. 
from a GeoCities page. And it was like, we were getting sent Scottish 20 quid bills, you know, from their holiday. <laughs> and I was like, this works. So, th- so then it became to me because, you know, my one talent, you know, decent at mathematics. Um, I was never a particularly outstanding academic, but I was really good at English. So my friends used to call me a word monger or a word connoisseur. And it was true because I would be the prick using bigger words than needed to be said. So basically I'd have a grip on uh, the, the, the language, you know, and, and, and the meaning of deeper words to really kind of express your point. So, you know, branding to me has always been fundamental. And, you know, and for the GLCs aspects of things, it was like, make it easy make it accessible and then from there it kind of morphed uh you know like i said i was into sports i was inspired by as in uh like like mark goriathy by by wrestling man i used to love the wwf during the wwf attitude era you know the, the undertaker stone cold steve austin the rock these guys, larger than life, that's what got me into American culture, you know. I just, I thought it was amazing. And, uh, you know, I, I started a website, and I wanted a simple website. And I called myself www.pro.com. So that was kind of like, we're going back now to 99, you know. Like, I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm almost 40 now, 40 in uh, July. Uh, so we're talking back to when I was, like, 16. I guess. Is that right? Going back yeah. like 24 yeah, years. Yeah, 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 24 years. Yeah. So that's when I first started against this website thing. And it was great to make money. You know, like we've worked, both me and James have always had that kind of entrepreneurial spirit about us. Um, and it was through that that, that you know, I, I used to write articles. I used to be about uh, plugging my website you know, through bigger websites. There used to be a major WWF website called Raja, Raja WWF. And it then sort of became Raja.com. That's a story in itself. The guy like tra- traded it for a motorcycle. <laughs> Today that looks insane for Raja.com. So like for a $3,000 motorcycle. Anyway. Um, this is Roger, was, R-O-G-E-R? Raja, he was the, an Indian fella. Oh, Roger, okay. R-A-J-A. Right. He ran R-A-J-A-H. Ah, okay. Yeah, the typical spelling. So he ran, like, it was massive. Like, you've got to understand how popular uh, WWE was across the world. And the reason might be able to relate to me, you know, like, even in his day, it was mega, like. No, for me, it was huge. I was a massive fan of WWF. You know, yeah, now yeah. WWE, but at that time it was WWF. Right, right. And right. it was, it was, you know, I was, I was a huge fan. You were probably a generation ahead of you, though. Like, so for you, you were Steve, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Undertaker. Right. I was more like Ricky the Dragon, yeah, Steamboat. You know, I was Hulk Hogan. That was my shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we like, had Andre the Giant. Andre the Iron Sheet. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're talking that real shit. But, yeah. I mean, it was guys like The Rock, it was guys like Stone Cold. They injected, you know, the the, the attitude. They injected yeah. the charisma. And that was what it was all about. It was a narrative. It was a story. 
you know, and it was just, it was a good one. It was a damn good one. Um, so that got me excited, you know, like getting into that, you know, I had a platform. I was a nobody, you know, all I could do was, was write, you know, I was a talented writer. And then, uh, as Drew just said, WWF transitioned into WWE. And um, I registered WWE Wrestling.com, which on the surface doesn't seem like anything. But it was because I'd read an article, which I had to do. I had to scour articles, get sources for content. And I read something that suggested one of the uh, computer games in the early 2000s was WWE. And I was like, well, well, what? We watched WWF. Like, what's going on? And there was a whole issue going on, as you all know, with WWF and the World Wildlife Fund. Mm-hmm. So then I did a little, a little bit more digging because I had to do with database access. And so, hang on, WWE.com has moved to Connecticut, which is where the headquarters. Something's going on here. So then I was like, this time it wasn't GoDaddy. This time it was Direct Nick. So I was registering domains through Direct Nick. Well, cost me like 15 bucks. Long story short, you know, uh, I flipped that domain, even though I was a writer, whatever else, for a thousand bucks to some fella. And I think he was a fella who founded advertising.com. John, somebody, Mariello or something. Uh, maybe, maybe I've got the No, uh, uh, John. Uh, yeah, uh, down in Fort Lauderdale. Right, John, John, somebody or other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ad, yeah. Ad, was it advertising or ad, yeah. advertise.com, I think, or maybe like that. that. Yeah, yeah. One of the big advertising.com. I think one of the big boys. Yeah, so he, he was one of the founders of Domain Holdings, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. He's related. Exactly. So he understood the power of a great domain. Um, and that, you know, I was a 17 year old bloke. John that Ferber. Was a lot of money. Is it John yeah, Ferber? John Ferber. That's the man. That's the man. It was a thousand bucks, man. And that I was a college student. And that enabled me and my buddy to interrail across Europe. And it was like, wow, you know, and it didn't fully register. A thousand dollars was actually money back then. Yeah. Huh? A thousand dollars would you get you a lot further yeah, than it would today. Was a lot of money back then, especially to yeah. me. Um, and but it didn't fully register, but that was like the first moment where I thought there's something here. And then, then when I went on to university, um, I kind of paid a bit more attention. It was more to do with the systems, you know. I was into games, gaming. Uh, it was like the PS2, so I think I was anticipating like the PS3. So I was like looking for names like PS3Games.com. Like before it happened, before it had been confirmed as the PS3, you know, just this foresight, just or anticipation, because it's not foresight. It's I'm just public service announcement: we do not recommend that strategy in the domain. Exactly, industry. that would be today. <laughs> what we call, yeah, that would be you know trademark infringement. Uh, sure, 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 it's what gives our industry a bad name. So I, we, we we don't try this at home. Well, it's similar to Drew. It's similar to Drew's Drew's Ibirico ham story, where it's like all of a sudden you have this aha moment of recognizing that hey, domain names have real value, and there's a crazy high potential here. 
you know. People are going to that's it, that's it. I know, I know they were training marks. And I, and I was a junior, you've got to remember that. So I, yeah. I didn't know, you know, the spectrum. And, and people oh, say yeah. that to this day, you know, so I register mcdonalds.ai and i'm like no <laughs> you know but only with education and knowing the law that you understand these things yeah, but, no. you know like I, I nearly got tripped up because of that history and it's certainly yeah. not because i was a squatter but it's because of the ignorance but yeah. like jonathan just said like jt just said it just you know it was a step and it's just recognizing the power that a good domain name brings so go back to Burbank. Uh, WWE legal team. If you want to, if you want to, yeah, take yeah, it yeah, no. So then, when did you start getting involved in like higher value premium stuff? Was it then just sort of a progression up to big names? Like then, you know, you kind of sort of as you're navigating all that, all of a sudden now, you know, fast forward. Like if it's the movie, right? You fast forward five years, and now it's yeah. like okay, you 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 pulling big names into your portfolio and kind of making that That's happen, right. recognizing yeah, that you know, yeah. yeah. Well, and so to center it a bit too, real quick, just to center it too, you know, what, what Drew's point that I thought was fantastic because it's really neat how he talked, you know, talking about certain people have certain really great skills. You know, your skill as a, as a hunter, I think is, is pretty badass. Yeah. And it's like, so what, when did that become a thing as far as recognizing like, hey, the real value here for me is trying to find high value domains that are otherwise, you know, you know, trying to pull the diamonds out of the earth, if you will. Well, that's another good point. And I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, show. Uh, don't follow this at home. But it goes back to trademarks. You know, like I, my massive soccer fan, Reason Can Relate, Reason's a Manchester United fan. Uh, uh, this all happened. My first big domain, like after all this, was Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, okay. Now, this was at a time when Ronaldo was brilliant. He was one of the top five players in the world. But he'd done something. He was playing in England. Manchester United picked him up. And he was playing alongside arguably a better player. It was an English lad called Wayne Rooney. I'm glad he didn't use me as uh, a likeness there to Wayne Rooney. I, wouldn't, oh. I would not appreciate that. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, now I have to add you that to the list as, as possible. You know, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I won't come back. Anyway... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so it was during a time, like a major tournament, I think Josh will remember, and uh, it was a Rooney-Ronaldo kind of, it was Portugal-England, it was a huge game, it was fiery, we needed to win it, and uh, Ronaldo was involved in getting his Manchester United teammate sent off, red-carded. So he walked, Portugal won the game, and then Ronaldo had to come back to Manchester in England, in English football, as a hated man. Uh, now, look, this is something that everybody can relate to, Drew, more than anybody. Sometimes hatred or infamy is as powerful as being, you know, that's as long as you can use that energy and harness it right, you're going to grow, man. That's where you get, get to number one. You've just got to. There's only three ways. There's three ways to lead. You can be feared. You can be loved. Or you can be respected. You should be all. In a very rare occasion, people yeah. have all three. But usually yeah. it's one or two. So well, you know, shouldn't it. lead with fear. You should lead with love. And then the rest should follow. And the fear should come yeah. from one I, I would actually, I would actually argue with something I've thought about deeply. I think that you, you, need, you need to utilize fear 
in order to get to the top. When you Go get on. to the top, then you need to transition into love and respect. But I think mm -hmm. it is very difficult to break through the natural ceiling of competition in any market without some element of people fearing you, fearing you because they can't, they don't understand how you work, fearing you because they, uh, you are a unknown variable or uh, you are a threat uh, yeah. or you are whatever it might be. There are many different yeah. forms of, of fear. Uh, but I think that fear is a very powerful tool when you are trying to build yourself or build your business. And then I think you need to transition to love and respect. Otherwise, you will self-implode. Yeah, I agree with that to a point. And then it's the, the unpredictability. The one area that you fall down in life is by boxing people, putting labels on people. As you say, if you have an X factor and there is an unknown component, yeah, I mean, you become mysterious. Mm -hmm. You know, guys like Elon Musk, great example. Why is he made the top? Why does he love it? Why do we love it? Why do we mm -hmm. buy over Media X? Because, you know, like we're, we're all after that same kind of thing. And that X is mystery. And that X is everything. The top. Exactly. When, when we, when we, when we, um, when we got that deal done for X.com for Elon, yeah, I, I wrote a, I wrote a little note you know, explaining why I felt that this domain was so important. And in my opinion, the absolute unequivocal number one, most valuable domain in the world. And there's not even a close second. Well, why not? Um, look, look, as a brand, I agree. As a brand I name. Said, well, I that's not, that's not the point. But I, I said, I said, my justification for that was that X is literally everything and nothing at the same time. It is the absolute ultimate variable. There is nothing else like X.com in. Well, I would argue that zero dictionary or the similar Zero.com yep. has similar principles. But zero.com will never be allowed for security purposes. They'll never allow zero.com. It's a number. It's a number. I mean, the Chinese would re revere that, but yeah. I mean, there are other factors at play. But I agree with that. I agree that it could be interpreted any which way or the other. But. The only one downside, and it's kind of this X, X videos, the porn side of things. And you don't want to kind of mix serious business with adult. It's one or the other. For That's me. an interesting point. But let's, so let's, let's push back. So kind of revert back. So, um, cause I think, and I appreciate you sharing so, so much of your history. So let me back, give my perspective, it. you know, let me give my perspective. So, so, you know, I'd say you and I bumped into each other around, Oh seven, oh eight. You know, you were you. You know, you'd be pulling these rabbits out of a hat. You know, showing up with some big domain, whether it was a two letter dot com or a three letter dot com or a one word dot com. You know, I think back in the day, you were really hyper focused on the twos and the three letters. And you know, there was this underbelly of the domain market. I don't even want to say underbelly because, quite frankly, it's where the action was, but. It, there was this, there was this group in the domain industry that understood that there was this market for liquid domains, that there was this one or two, three categories of domains that were actually liquid. And anybody that was a really active trader in that market understood that there was, 
there was, you know, there was reasons why, and there was, there was a flow to the market and you, you know, there was sort of a floor and there was sort of a premium that could be applied because of certain factors. And the people that understood this were able to make business on every day we were trading. And and so you were, before I even ever started really going out and hunting and shaking the tree the way you did, I was buying a lot of these from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just real quick, go just Andy, just briefly say how you how you shifted from yeah in into the I would say the dark side of domain investing that really no upside, which is trademark infringement. Which I think you ended up you ended up getting pretty lucky on with Cristiano Ronaldo. I think I talked to you about this, right? How did you shift from that? To okay, I'm going to start going after these names that have got it, got it, got it. Good, good question. Well, well framed. Yeah, yeah. Well framed, well framed. Yeah, that, I was going, I was going. So let me just preface this a little bit as well with the Cristiano Ronaldo. Now, my intentions were good. I know it's the dark side of domaining, and it's not a proud thing to talk about, really. But like, I innocently bought that domain name for a thousand pounds, small money, and it's you know relatively to the time we're talking like two thousand six, yeah, two thousand six. So not that long ago, really. The scheme we're talking like just over fifteen years. I went there, uh, I bought the name, used my mum's credit cards, didn't have any money, and uh, I built the website. And it just so happened, you know, information, good intentions. Ronaldo didn't have an official web presence. And one of the guys we all know uh, noticed it was was making ad revenue, which was equivalent to what paid in one month. So one of the guys we all know took it off me, said, look, I I want your ad revenue. Here you go. You know, here's here's the offer. And that's back to Drew and your point, Josh. That's when the two or the, well, the three layers of trading began because at that point I became savvy as to what was going on uh, in terms of the liquidity. And that, that's the really fundamental liquidity because totally. obviously we trade now and, and, and we all recognize good brands. That's what, what we did, you know, and then the marketplace has evolved like drastically. Um, but back then, we're talking like the mid 2000s to the late, even maybe for about 10 year period, it was all about liquid three layer, two layer short domains. And you mm-hmm. had like, like CVCB cool. also, constant vowel, constant yeah, yeah, vowel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four letter. Like that, but three letters were a lot more related. Totally. Basically, 2006 to 2016, right? It's those, it's that 10 year frame. Yeah. Right. Basically, yeah. Right. That's pretty much right. Yep. So, so I mean, look, think. I mean, some some people will be able to relate out the show; others won't. But this is a period where, you know, the go-to communication venue was DN Forum. DN Forum was brilliant back then. Mm-hmm. You know, like these. I don't know about what's going on with it now. I don't want to weigh into that. But um, in two thousand five, DN Forum was excellent and you know there were people offering three letters there was steals in hindsight i oh. booth.com 20k you know whatever like how the hell did that happen um and i i got bangers back in the day i mean right. it was crazy i bought it i bought one of my first two letter.coms i bought it on dn forum for, sure, for 80 sure, grand. Sure, sure. 
I mean, it just was, wasn't a mature market, but there was a pool of buyers around who'd made it big. And there were guys like Nat Cohen. Uh, there was a, a fella, an Irish guy called Jerry, a, a very successful fella now uh, called Val, Val Kataev, who founded $100 million businesses out in New York. Like mega, mega players. And they were all into this kind of space. And they'd all take your three letter for a five, six K, you know, profit. Mm-hmm. So I had to start there, you know, like I had to start by building up, which you can do today, by the way. It's just not going to be quite the same way. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you might start with broker in a high end name. And then with that capital, you invest in a good name or several good names. And flip them, and then that's how you so, keep the momentum. Can, can I pause for one second? Because I think this yeah. is an important thing for the audience, okay? So mm-hmm. when I talk about these different roles in the industry, you know, we're, we're basically outlining a couple of different really clear, proven paths to enter the domain industry, right? Yeah. Andy entered by recognizing where the demand was and saying, oh, there are these people who are well-capitalized, more capitalized than I am. They're, they want to buy these domains that are freeletter.coms or twoletter.coms. And so let me go find them from people who don't know what they're worth and then flip it for a small profit, but meaningful yeah. profit to these people who are better capitalized. And then I'm going to accumulate my own capital so that I can then go buy my own inventory eventually. Right. Exactly. And then I can exactly. hold that inventory for the longer term to get the higher amount of gain such as such that these people that I was selling to before were getting right. And then there was me who came in and said, okay, I quickly ran through all my money and was like, wow, uh, this is going to be a very capital intensive thing to, to, to do uh, long-term. So I need to create, how am I going to create income to keep building a domain portfolio? So I created the brokerage business and I basically took almost off really the first eight, 10 years of this domain brokerage business, Everything that didn't wasn't an absolute necessary expense in my own life basically got rolled into buying more domain names, primarily from these two guys. Yeah. Um, uh, so anyways, I just wanted to highlight that, that these are two proven paths to enter the industry and gradually build your capital and ultimately build a portfolio. Correct, correct. So anyway, back to what I was good at. You just rightly pointed that out. So it was just about scouring the Whois database, figuring out, you know, websites that were defunct, websites that were not properly developed, websites that were clearly owned by nerds and they just didn't know what to do with them, you know, like unsophisticated pages Mm -hmm. or companies, you know, often redirects, you know, so maybe they made an acquisition of, you know, this group and it's no longer relevant to their business strategy. They're just like, you know, if you get to the right person, and this is, again, today is, is critical, it's, it's essential, you know, they were like, okay, yeah, you know, let me take this to the board. It's enough. Even like it might be eight grand, but that to them was material enough. Yeah. So then, and then the board would say, yeah, fuck it. You know, like, for example, a good example, 250.com. I paid like seven grand for it. And the, 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 I can't remember <laughs> the company. 200, 250.com, which funnily enough means idiot in Chinese. Not uh-huh. great, but at, regardless, it's a pretty memorable three number combination. And the reason they had it was because of their company addre- address, literally. You know, they were based on 250X Avenue. 
And then yeah. I spoke to a lady and she was like, yeah, yeah, go on. And all of this while operating out of my little bed sit, one bedroom little hobble with a shared shower with uh, a family next door. It was grimy. <laughs> yeah, but face. I mean, you know, so, and a few things about that that I think are pretty awesome and I think are worth mentioning. It's like, look, you know, you had a passion for it. You obviously were able to figure out like, hey, a thing that worked and you were down to do the work. I mean, I think that's yeah. the thing that gets yeah, lost yeah. on a lot of people is that, you know, oh, there are oh, so oh. few things that are going to drive a, you know, a career, a, you know, some real meaningful results that where you're not able, either able to find an angle or some way that you can provide value that someone else can't provide. Or if you're not willing to just do the, do the work. And, uh, just no one knew, JT, no one knew. Yeah. That was it. You know, like you had a, you had a handful of competitors. Like, whereas today you might have 60 or 100 or 300. I don't even know. That back then it was like four or five guys. And it would be the same old email addresses, you know, would all be emailed Gmails. And that you had to kind of up your game. And certainly to this day you do. You've got to kind of present yourself as an entity. Like my brother's good at it. James is good at it. He's a salesperson. He, He kind of... He's in our US phone number. It's just these little subtle things make a difference, man. Because yeah. people fear, again, what Drew said, what they don't know. So yeah. if it's coming in from a Dubai number or it's like it's fraud, scam. Yeah, fraud. Know, that's the American way. If it's coming in from an American number, I'm listening. You know, you're yeah. Christian. So am I. Let's talk. <laughs> Personality yeah. mirroring. You know, it's like, uh, no, you know. No. That's really funny. But, but it's, yeah, no, you know, look, it. hey, these nuances and just the ability to even pick up on these nuances is literally what sets apart the people who succeed oh. and the people who don't. So exactly. basically, you know, look, you got you you started hunting, you're shaking the trees, you're pulling out these amazing three letter.coms, you're flipping them to guys like me. And uh, you know, uh I'm gonna say 2013-14 comes along. That market goes from where we were basically buying, selling, trading these three letters in that 5,000 to 10,000 range, maybe 12. And suddenly these things are 20, 25, 30, 35. And that's about the time, if I'm not mistaken, that young James comes into the picture. And James, James, no, 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 but he was at the time. And James smells blood. He sees that these things are trading like hotcakes. You're cooking because you're out there basically hustling and getting more of these than anybody. So, James, how did how did you sort of did you you know say, hey, my brother's let, soup is let, 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 let me mine. interject. Let me interject that right. Like so, so I am the computer nerd, you know. And this explains people at conferences of the past. I'm awkward. I'm, I'm a nerd by nature. James has got all of that. He's great at pattern recognition. He spots an opportunity. He's always been a business person. And he is also, he has the gift of the gap when it comes to sales. So he takes yeah, it to another he, level. He's the hustler. You, you, you're lazy. He's the hustler. Right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell have... you what happened. So I was living in Asia. Uh, I was doing wealth management. I lost my job in Manila in the Philippines. And I'm like, what am I? I'm, this is I what? This is 2000 what? 2015. 15. 15, okay. Bloody, that's late. That's late, see? Only eight years ago, man. Totally. I was, I was literally about to be homeless, and I messaged Andy, and I'm like, 
please, can you give me some work? And he's like, well, well, at least yeah, you yeah. in prison. Our other brother was in prison in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to laugh. Sorry to laugh. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, he was like, well, you, I guess you can find some three-letter.coms for me. And here's the list. I was literally sitting in an internet cafe in Manila for like 12 hours a day, just smashing out emails. And, you know, start, I think I got a commission in like my first week. And then... Once I had enough to start buying my own, then I was just buying and flipping and slowly separating from Andy. But we, st- I mean, obviously we still do stuff together, but you know, just found, found my own path, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So, so how long do you think it took till you were basically a little bit like more autonomous as far as on your own from when, you know, as soon as he started realizing he made a hell of a lot of money on his own, he's a smart cookie. Yeah, <laughs> probably probably like three or four months. Oh damn! All right, so you were like, "Yo, dog, I know we're brothers, but you know, blood, water, and money. You're like blood's thicker than water, but money's thicker than everything." Um, yeah, I mean, I don't mean that in a bad way either. I think it's like, hey, look, like I mean, amazing that he gave you the opportunity and helped set the blueprint for you. And then, you know, it's not like there wasn't enough opportunity, especially around that time, 2015, 2016, like. I mean, it wasn't like, well, oh, hey, so, every, so you know. let me, let, let me, let me wrap on that for a second. So, so from my perspective, cause I really enjoy this. I really was excited to have this show because number one, you know, well, I'll wait till Andy's back, uh, to, to say, but, but, you know, at, at that time when I think you started diverging, um, and I don't think it was as quick as you're saying it was, it was, it was, it was, it was you know, six, 12 months after you were, you know, you were in the game helping Andy, you were there, you know, so this basically coincides with the time when Andy and I had a little bit of a, you know, a a, a butting of heads, but it wasn't really, at least not in my mind, but what happened was it was the evolution as we've been describing. It was like, basically Andy went from being the, you know, the best hunter to he wanted to be the hunter, the butcher and the retailer. And so, you know, I was the guy that was benefiting from Andy's hunting. And I'm buying these beautiful, you know, trophy animals that Andy has hunted. And I'm Dying buying them from, from him. <laughs> he, yeah, he, I'm buying them from him, you know, and, and, and I'm putting them, in, putting them in my shop, right, in my portfolio. Uh, and I'm buying them at wholesale prices. I don't even ask, you know, how much of a profit, but he's making a good profit on these things. And so I was buying all this inventory. And this was really my primary source of super premium inventory. I had some other guys and I was doing some of this myself as well, uh, but I'm running a brokerage business. So my focus was the brokerage business. And so this was just a good way for me to get access to a constant flow of fresh inventory that wasn't being out there hoard around by other, you know, so-called domain brokers. It was stuff that had never been on the market before. The, these were names that Andy was finding, you know, widows and defunct businesses and, you know, huge corporations that didn't even know they had these or had no purpose for them anymore. And like so fire, he was pulling these fire gems. Fire. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. I mean, I wish, I wish I had it like you know, a notation in my inventory. I'd run off some of the names that I bought from you guys, but like, man, it would be deep. Like firefly.com, yellow.com. Uh, hey, and, uh, hey, about that, about that. Some dude definitely got fired from Microsoft, didn't he? For selling me those names. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I mean, oh, man. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, that was, that was, that, uh, you know, I don't know how it ranks for you, but that had to be like the heist of the century. 
I was like, I don't know. Oh, I don't, yeah. you know probably you won't go into too much detail there, but well, you know, your deal on Firefly was fucking bananas. Unbelievable. And, well, and 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 so I bought Firefly off you, right? And then I um uh I sold that. Well, I sold it. I sold it. I got. I got. Yeah, it now. I don't know what's under NDA. I'm not going to say numbers, but I got. You know, I got about mid six figures in in cash. One shot deal. Boom. Cash. Nice fat. You know, I probably had a. Probably got. I don't know. Somewhere around two to three x in cash, and then uh, probably three x in cash, and then I got. I got YOLO.com, which we then parlay YOLO.com into a fucking monster. So um, that that sale turned out really well. Yeah. You, you know, Firefly just raised like another 500 million. Yeah. I know. Well, for sure. Firefly's for sale. I thought- if you, sorry, Josh. If you want to take, if you want to get rid of me, get Firefly to take me up to space. I'm gone, man. <laughs> so anyways, I just wanted to highlight, I, you know, the transition from Andy went from hunter to hunter gatherer. Okay. And, uh, uh, anyways, that was sort of where we ended up with friction. It was suddenly my best source of, you know, inventory. was going to keep that inventory for himself. And I was sitting there going, you know, stay in your lane. We had, we both had something beautiful here, but at the end of the day, I recognized <laughs> I was basically trying to suppress Andy from elevating himself. And I'm glad that he broke through that. And I'm glad he is where he is. And, and, and I'm glad Look, that we are where we are. But if you give me a hug, I'll give you MediaX.com. <laughs> I'll give you a hug, bro. Done. That's I'll, done. I'll, I'll give you a hug just because. Just because. <laughs> I really have. I, li- I love both of you. Both of you <laughs> have been integral to my own success. And I like to think that I've been helpful in your, in your success. I really, I really, I really have looked forward to having this conversation because. That could have um, that could have all been avoided if you guys just bought the domain on DNWE instead of both being so cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have all been it would have all been good. That this would never have happened. There would have been look, no look. Here's the deal, man. Engine. In the in any market, you've got high octane, high uh 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 you know a lot of alpha, ambition a lot of alpha people, dogs. right? And and and. We're all just hustling and moving and just shanking just to get ahead and stay alive and make the next deal. And, you know, it's a race. And, you know, and it's great. And honestly, all of that, I don't regret any of it. You know, it's all good. It's all good. It's on James. It's It's the journey. Yeah, no, I will just say, especially in the early days, like for, for me, just building that initial capital, that is the hardest, like the hardest. Totally. So once you're more established, then, you know, there's less friction between stuff. Like, you, you're not as, I mean, the hunger is still there, but you're not going to, like, lose a friendship over, like, a you know, a 10K profit on a name or something like that. It's, it's yeah. worth it. Oh, come on, Drew. Like you would. You fucking would. Listen, there are days. There are days. Not anymore, but there were days. There were days. There were days. Let me say something real quick. I'm like, chill out. You just made like 100K from me yesterday. He's like, that was yesterday. Today's another day. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, first of all, let me say a couple. First of all, Drew's made a lot of money from a lot of people. He's probably made like 500K from me and an extra 250 that I just learned about on this phone call. So, <laughs> like, so, so it's all good. 
on the on the other side of things just in regards to andy i like i might have to hop off soon but i wanted to say this because i think that it it summarizes uh what a lot of people perhaps don't understand about andy and and how he's so successful in what he does right now and that is so during that transition period from going from like liquid domains to becoming more of a retailer what andy does better than anyone is identifies not just like the top 0.00001%, but like yeah. the actual best domains on the planet, but are none. Like I'm talking like top 20 names out there, right? And yeah. those names, they always sell. Like they have they, inherent they, demand. There's, there's always can. a yeah, there's always a buyer for them. So what whether that be like and 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 I think the same and he's currently kind of putting those same principles into dot AI, which is why what he's doing is working and likely will continue to work because it's it's really it's the names that if somebody's gonna buy in that extension, they're gonna buy that name. Do you know what I mean? And and it's the yep. same thing with with his success with you know tiger.com that he recently sold and and other and other domains, right? So this yeah, Josh, the, this principle more than ever for dot AI, but yeah, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So so basically what I'm saying is he is willing to pay and able to pay more than anyone even thinks is a reasonable number to pay yeah. as a domain investor yeah. because he knows that domain will sell. Mm-hmm. Because it's the absolute cream of the crop. And it's not just like your average, like, oh, this is a good one word dot com. Like there are lots of co- no, it's like the domain for so many different big brands out there mm-hmm. that it enables you to overpay. And yeah, he overpays. Right. It's 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 one of those things where is he actually overpaying? And when you zoom so out, maybe it's, 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 it's this is a great segue, by the way. This is a this is a perfect segue into the AI conversation. So I think, but this is why Andy's so good at, at this. Like that transition from becoming a wholesaler to a retailer. I couldn't agree more. He it, he's it, he literally has, you know, you you have people in design who who you call an estet. Okay, an estet is someone. I just recently bought estet.com, as a matter of fact, but. Uh, aspect, an aesthetic is somebody who just has an inherent eye, an inherent. No, unique... no, it ain't me. It's God. I promise you, it's a force that runs through. <laughs> well, <people>. okay, well, <laughs> whatever it is, it comes through your fingertips, and uh, he 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 just has a feel. The he's got the Ouija board to to just put his energy yeah. into the best right. of the best. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. So as JT said, it's an amazing transition. Let's go into the AI domains. This is sort of where both of you guys have, have, no, have been just don't focusing. Go. I've been uh, focusing oh, a bunch I got, of, I got another I got another five minutes. You, you know, so. where you've been focusing a lot of your time, your energy, and your money, um, which is what makes it interesting. I have been very vocal. Um you know, I think both of us are probably misunderstood. And so I think this is going to be a great forum to really well communicate our ideas. I don't actually think that you and I 
really disagree, except for maybe on the long tail. I think on, at the core, you and I are on the same page. My concern is really for other people, okay? Yeah. As Josh just alluded to, like you are the best of the best at picking the right names. And very, so very you've good. not only are you that good, but you've already picked the majority. If there were, right, you right. know, very as good. I've sort of said in my argument, let me just finish and then, and then I'm going to hand it over to you. In, in the two or three episodes of Domain Sherpa where I've gone off on a tangent arguing against .ai, all the reasons why I, I don't think it's a great way to invest your money, it's primarily because 99% of people aren't going to target those top 100 names that exist or top 50 names that exist that we all know are going to have a buyer at some point, right? Yeah. It's just an absolute. And so uh, or as close to an absolute as you can have, right? They're going to be targeting the other – hundred thousand names that are basically a lottery ticket right and so um when you have high renewal costs and you're going after a bingo card or a lottery ticket your chances of success it's not really a it's not really an investment strategy it's more like i think i'm luckier than the next guy right and so i think it's a it's a path to failure now your bingo card is your whole bingo card is the you know, the top, whatever, I don't know how many you got, but it's the, it's the 20, the 30 names that we all can agree are definitely going to sell. Maybe there's a few outliers in there, but for the most part, you've got the bangers that we all know are going to sell. It's art.ai, home.ai, cognitive.ai. These are, this is so, it's, it's clear this is where the market moves, right? This is where the buyers will be. And did you pay, did you overpay? That's yet to be seen. Is the upper limit 250000 Is it a million? What, what's the upper limit that somebody's willing to pay for an AI? We don't know. We're going to find out. You're probably going to be the guy that finds out. And so, uh, but that only applies to those 20 names, those 30 names, those 50 names that are, you know, infinitely demandable. Uh, my, you know, the last point I'll make is my whole argument does not center around my disbelief in AI. I think that AI is going to be a, a, a complete human yeah. shifting uh, innovation. Okay. I don't, I'm not that convinced with what we've got so far, but, but the three to five years from now, the AI that we will have is going to change humanity from top to bottom. Okay. Some for yeah. good, some for the worse, but uh, I, I think for the most part for the good. All right. Where I don't, where I think you and I disagree is the number of companies that will be involved with that, right? The people that are actually create every company will be an AI company. My company oh. will be an AI company. No, 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 every no, no, company no, no, will no, no, be no. using AI. But there will only be so many companies that actually can generate a revenue and a profit by providing an AI tool to the market because most of those tools will every 12 months be rolled up as features into the larger models the five, 10 major players that'll be in the market. And so for that reason, I don't believe that there will be a enormous demand for the AI, except that that in, except at the inception point of, I'm going to launch this new tool that doesn't exist yet. 12 months later, it's, it's, it's a, it's a feature on a larger model. That company no longer exists or it's an aqua hire. And so they never get to the stage of getting their B or their C round where they can now afford no, to pay no, five hundred no, no. grand or a million dollars for got a it, got it. That's my argument. Drew, Drew, can I just add? Right. What, like, can I? Like, look at look at look at Namecheap, like uh, Richard and Teddy. Yeah, selling, selling all these two word AIs, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty grand. 
and like not just not just one-offs like you know yeah but i mean i i on to that to that i think that's wild speculation i think because that's my point that's my point i agree i agree we've been in this wild speculation phase my point is is that we're either at the top or maybe it's six months from now but we're 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 towards the top of the wild speculation phase and in order for these companies to raise money which is what's going to be required to go forward right they're going to have to be able to prove that there's a path to making a yeah. profit. Um, and I, I don't think that any of them will do that. There very is. few. But, 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 but Drew, they don't need the dot-com to get to raise funds in, in VC money. No, no, no. Can I come in? Can I come in? So That's Drew, essentially, Drew, essentially, you're saying, for you, in your mind, there's a cutoff point. You're saying that one year, maybe, like these things kind of become obsolete a little bit. Maybe that, you know, it's not as valuable. Maybe it's not as intrinsic anymore maybe it's not the primary offering that's essentially what you're saying well say that ai itself will not be the primary offering right i know i know i know know. within the business yeah exactly exactly so you said that ai will not be the primary exactly that's what my point i've read a lot i've read a lot of books i've absorbed a lot of content you know like uh i've never been so passionate about a subject which is why i am now uh, going on to build businesses ironically you know like i am not an active domain investor i'm appearing here on the show when i've probably got the most to offer uh however i'm on my way out of business really because i want to be in development you know, like I've got more to offer there. I've got the energy. I've got right. You know, I'm gonna be right now. I'm sort of at the bottom of the pyramid, but I know me, and here's the difference with me. I've got the competition, the drive, the edge to 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 rise, and I think I've got something to offer the space. And I think more people should be aware because it is so impactful. It's so profound that the bright minds who have energy and something to offer should be looking towards this space not just because not just to make quick money and this is one thing that pisses me off a little bit about crypto people because i think that some of the cleverest people on planet earth and all they do is just talk about bitcoin people you mean bitcoin people yeah crypto crypto people not the most intelligent people in the world but bitcoin people are i know know, know, spoken like a true btc maxi right there Right, but but anyway, back to your point, Drew. So no, like in a year's time, this is the thing. With in my argument, and, and look, I respect your opinion. I'm not here to try and impose mine as as if it's a superior opinion or whatever. No, this is what AI is. It takes a lot of data points or mm-hmm. opinions or whatever else, and it interpolates, and it mm-hmm. the output is the best. Anyway, this is what the reader or listener should be doing. Critical thinking. That's all mm-hmm. I'm asking. And, and, and so that's why we're doing this show is, is, is right. to hear both sides, to hear exactly. understand these different perspectives. And everybody's got to make a decision for themselves about is my money better invested over here or is it here? Is this a trend well, that I should be chasing? Is it too late in the game or am I still early? You know, and so that's all we're trying to flush out. Uh, uh, not even necessarily the answer, the right answer. I don't know that there is a right answer. There's a different answer for each person based on their skill set. But uh, you know, I think it's important to just get these different arguments out and that people have a clear understanding of, you know, you're not just blindly chasing AI domain names. Couldn't no. be more opposite, right? And I'm not blindly saying that .ai domain names are worthless. Couldn't be more opposite. What I'm saying is that there's a limited pool of domains 
in the .ai domain extension that are going to have real demand that are worth carrying because you know that there is a high probability of a sale in that five to 10 year time frame, time horizon, a, a, a multiple that justifies it. And what you're saying is that this is a more secular trend that is not just cyclical and there is going to be an extended demand for this. There's going to be a yeah. wide breadth yes, yes, of yeah. companies who benefit from using a .ai domain name as opposed to some other extension. Yes, and so, absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, I think we both agree AI itself is going to be a profound uh, 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 space. It's going to be a profound tool. It's going to be a profound innovation and sector. Profound I guess Mind-blowing. Yeah. It's absolutely going to change the whole face of the earth. As you but said, what, before, why are companies, everything. Why, why will most companies or why will a large number of startups and companies want to either move to or begin with a .ai domain name as opposed to something else? Because they're, 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 that's the kind of connotation they want to convey. They're cutting edge. They're modern. Um, there's the the not just the human component. They're using the machine to augment their product. And here's the thing about AI. You know, this term has been around for 55 plus years. My mm-hmm. tutor, my AI tutor, has been in machine learning for 27 years. Obviously, they've seen a lot. This is a term and a concept we're all familiar with, probably all our lives. Mm-hmm. But it's just like been, yeah, you know, sounds cool, Terminator. You know, like that's the kind of... Yeah. Well, can I interject? Just, can I interject real quick? Can I yeah. interject real quick? So, um, I actually I, I agree with what you just said, but my here's the caveat. I think that there are going to be a lot less, a lot less companies that are specifically focused on AI and that being the and that being the the brunt of their business. Um, let's say. <laughs> So, so so basically right now, every single company that comes along is like, okay, we're using AI, we're using AI, we're using AI, right? But I think that as that develops, you're still going to have businesses that use AI and have a product that have a product that is specialized in AI and they're working on AI, but they're still a business and they're still a business and they still have other components to their business that are not just AI, Right. And I, think that, I think that in that scenario, in that scenario, you still prefer to be on a on a dot com. Right? Yes. You know I agree. I agree. I agree. But here's the thing. Right. Number one, AI is anything but a static technology. Where we're at with AI today, as you all know, is generative. And it is. And but nobody's arguing earlier. that. Nobody's no, no, no. arguing Right, it, it's basic. It's, it's, it's we've not seen anything yet. It's like I hundred percent agree. In fact, I would even argue that what we have today is not even that intelligent. Right. It's it's extremely analytical. It's a it's a great processor. It's machine learning, but it's not intelligent. It's not no, it, no, no, it, it's no, no, not. No. But it, the person now doesn't have creative in- intelligence. No, but the person now exists within these big companies, Ilya Saskiva, I think his surname is one prime example. Elon Musk and Larry Page fell out 
over the uh, over employing him. That's a pretty big deal. That that should really be quite revealing. And this fella is building neural networks. Of course, on the on the surface, they're not huge yet. You know, they're still quite small. But the potential for AGI to manifest and, and build, and even in a positive way, is is just revolutionary. Josh, hit you. Yeah, All right, yeah, we got him. He had to switch to to the uh, the mobile for uh, as he's on. We're gonna get to watch you work out, do a little pickleball uh, workout. Oh, come on, son, I want to see this. <laughs> um, so, so, so back to my point. Sorry, uh, on AI. No, right, we know it's done. The whole definition and and perception of it will will not be the same today as it is in a year. The hope is that it remains positive. Like I think we all share that vision and goal there's obviously the threats that, that exist within but it you know it should be used it's in the hands of really smart guys you know so they should be using it for the benefit of humanity and i i the way i see it is i'd like for it to remain superficial because you, you know it's it's easy then and it optimizes processes now why would you choose the dot ai uh because it suggests that the you know, whatever technology you have, and it generally, like you said, doesn't apply to all businesses. It applies mainly to kind of computer, software, kind of where you need to optimize processes, okay? Mm -hmm. And I think that with the .ai domain, which, by the way, if they register that today, a $500 billion company, they're not just going to say next year, you know what? Nah, it's time to migrate to a .com. They're not going to do that. And I'll give you a great... No, and who, 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 who is not going to do that? Who are you talking about? Anyone, really. Any, anyone, that, anyone that's kind of where, where that's using AI uh, as one of the... But my, I, that's, I guess, my whole point is that there's only going to be five or ten companies that are the, multi-billion dollar the companies that are AI... I'm on the opposite side of the fence. It's just those who implement AI. And what that says, what that conveys, and what that represents is that we do things more efficiently. Right? And there'll be objections to that. Like, I'm not here to threaten.com in any way, shape, or form. .com is the best. If an AI company can get their .com in the brand without the AI at the end, that's horrible. Look at it. The optics suck, then uh, they can great, perfect, because then they encompass everything. But if you can't do that, and they're not on the stage to do that, AI is being used by the smartest minds on the planet, and they're happy with mm-hmm. that. Um, you can't argue with that, and they're not buying it with the view of what it. Yeah, the renewal fees cost about how much, and one of James's appetizers. Yeah. Irrelevant, irrelevant for the end user. The renewal fees are irrelevant for the end user, but they are relevant if you're an investor. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what what do you want me to talk about uh, this in in regards to uh, an investor, or in regards to where I I think you know it's going in terms of the retail user? Like both, both, both. Okay. So let's start with the retail user. Then. So I, like I said, I mean. There are going to be those who object. There are going to be those who want to keep their companies human centric. You know, what is life as a, as a civilization without human connection? Nothing. Mm-hmm. 
There's nothing there. So we need yep. to retain that human connection. And, and, and that means, and I'm sure that the powers that be will regulate enough so, so humans can serve some element of purpose because we need it. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yeah. So the idea and the, the ideal scenario is that man and machine merge. I don't know how in what form that'll come. Like I'm thinking shorter term because I don't want to make ridiculous predictions. Um now for now, having the AI association is nothing but positive. But not all companies need it. Meteoroptions.ai. No. <laughs> well I how is an AI solution? You know, obviously not. You know, check out. This is the best parallel that James uh, referred to the other day. A company in Paris, right, is like valued at half, 500 billion, is it, James? Two billion, I think. About two billion. And they raised 500. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Still a lot of money. Anyway, they're using Mistral.ai, M-I-S-T-I. Yeah, Mistral, yeah. Right? Look at Mistral.com. It's something to do with surfing. You know? That's not, they don't want each other's domain, really. I mean, maybe Mistral.ai would one day want the .com just to kind of like the, the brand. They're definitely awesome. driving a lot of traffic to that .com, I can tell you that. I understand your point. I understand your point. But that dynamic is changing. and And... Mate, you know me over the years, right? And nothing's changed in that regard. I am a dot-com maxi, and I've never seen or felt anything as important in terms of a, a competitive dot-com as dot-ai, not clubs. I, that, that's why we're on today, because I really want to dive in and understand where your head is at. And what, you know, because, because, all, look, because one thing I can tell you is that you know, if Joe Blow... Come shows up is like oh dot AI is the next thing I just hit delete right I just stop but you know when you are basically look I am out of the market I'm hundred percent diving headfirst into the you know into the dot AI pool um, you know it gives me pause and it makes me really uh, rethink my theses and rethink the way I look at you know the internet and domain names and you know, where is, where, where's the puck going? Um, yeah. so to, real quick, time James, out. are you, are you as, uh, all in on dot AI as your brother? Um, I, I mean, I have a bit of a different strategy. So I have been buying the, the ones that you, you both recommend not to buy, but I am doing research on those two words to make sure that there's AI companies out there that are on the IO that are on, something else even the .com because you know if if eventually they might want to have the the .ai and if i'm spending 140 bucks in an auction for a two word i get 2 years you know uh, until the next renewal so i i'm i'm playing both strategies i've got many one word .com at one word .ais and a hell of a lot of two words but you know it's i like to take risks so in terms of your total investment do you what percentage of let's say whatever your portfolio if you take a screen you know snapshot of your portfolio today whole portfolio okay what percentage is dot ai in terms of investment not number of names but the, in terms Real of capital investment 10 percent yeah i'd say similar to me 
10, 10%. Capital, and this is capital invested, not number of yeah. domains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capital invested, 10% AI, 20% and the rest dot com. All right. I, uh, quick question. Um, so Do you wish Andy, you had sold some of those IOs when I called the top on IO market? No. I just sold 11.io for 121 grand. I just sold Hero.io for 125 grand. Nice. Very well done. Okay. So I think that brings up a couple of things that I've got on my list as far as subtopics. So first of all, I think that, you know, what's really interesting when we talk about this AI, and it's not even AI versus .com, it's AI as, as you know, sort of this next wave or this wave that's happening right now. Um, and, uh, you know, I think you guys come from a really interesting place of authority because you have such a strong .com history and portfolio of .com. So obviously you're, you're, you're in on .com, right? It's not even a question of that. Sure, I saw a post sure, that you posted on... I saw a post that you posted on Twitter, Andy, where you really kind of broke down, you know, pretty articulately, the, you know, sort of where you're at. Um, how much of this, though, is being driven for you with the .ai stuff based on the companies and the buyers that you're seeing versus the fact that you are so in on the technology? Because the one thing I think is interesting is you're doing some building and development around this, which, you know, on some of the biggest, best names that you actually have, you're not even selling them, you're building them. So how no, much no, is no. Bullish on the tech versus what you're actually seeing in the market. That's a good question. That's a good question. And let me kind of angle this a bit more towards domain investors because, after all, it's, that's who's watching this show. So, like Drew said, you know, don't waste your money. And I've tried to articulate this so many times on Twitter. Neither are reason. Neither is capable of recognizing quality. This is the thing. Yes. This and this is the biggest thing. It's the biggest component of being a successful domain investor. Recognizing simple, iconic, uh, relevant terms. Uh, relevance huge, huge. And you might get lucky. There are outliers, and this is where people yeah. get confused. Like totally data points come in, and then people are like, "Well, surely now my this is worth more than no. It was just no. lucky." Yeah, people get confused. Yeah, but you know, like I would never. I'm not pushing people into .ai unless you can get serious, scientific, um, you know, very relevant to the field uh, words or I mean, brands, like, simple like words. like you can encrypt and encryption. You know, mm. the ones that we just picked up, something that's relevant to AI. But, like, for example, I'd, I'd avoid fluff. I'd avoid fluff, you know, like, whereas, I'm trying to think of a good example. Um, we had a conversation wow. during the, uh, so real quick, this will segue, wait, wait, this will segue into a few things. So, one, the uh, the dot .ai auctions is probably not even worth, not a great idea even to tell everybody about the dot .ai auctions because then it's just going to add competition, right? The next time the prices are all going to go up. <laughs> Right. But so one of the names that was happening, so we weren't going to get into too much of the detail there, but the, uh, but there was a name headroom.ai, right? Headroom. So sorry, what? The, the domain that we were having, this was a Drew and I conversation having the domain yeah. was headroom, right? Like just this, the term headroom. Headroom. Like headspace. Kind of okay. like head, exactly. That's what's uh, No, no, it's not kind of like headspace. It's What's headroom? I've never heard the term. Headroom is you get into a car, how much space do you have between the top of your head ah, and okay. the ceiling? <laughs> Right, uh, worthless headspace. Oh yeah, game. Matt, headspace of is the the you know what do you the thoughts that you're capable of 
of maintaining in your mind sure, at any given point. This is amazing, but I've never yeah. heard of Henry in my life. You're talking about yeah. rela- well, rela- and that's kind of, rela- this was the point. This was the conversation we were having, and I think it is the differentiation between terms and why it matters. Now. I will throw in that Max Headroom, and maybe this was before your time, was a character that was part of like, I mean, there was maybe a Pepsi campaign. He was the first AI-generated character or was supposed to be an AI-generated character from back. This was like in the 90s. And he was like, so if you Google Max Headroom, you'll see what I'm talking about. But then that led to a conversation where that name popped up in one of these auctions. And Drew was like, the name's worthless, you know, because the term's worthless, you know. And I thought, you know. That makes sense because headroom really is meant for more of like, oh, I'm buying a car for a tall person, maybe not so much for small guys like yourselves, but for a tall guy like me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, but how much space you have in the car is called like headroom, you know, guy like Shaq, you know, is concerned about that when he's trying to jump into a Tesla. But, um, but again, Headspace is a term that's le- that's in the lexicon that's out there. It means something. It's very it's it's techy. It's 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 Silicon Yo, Valley. That's it. You know, that's the and feel I feel I'm talking. Yeah, this is AI. This is a computer. It's a machine that optimizes processes done by you know Butterfly.ai. Even though that is huge, you know, this is the point I'm making. Done by I don't know Thistle.ai. Just ain't yes, gonna work. Okay. Yeah. Think about it. Be mindful of what terms are going to work in the AI. That's it. Yeah. For example, me and James picked up efficient AI. Everyone's going to want an efficient AI. Yeah, I saw that one. That one, I was, know, yeah, we talked about that. That's for energy, badass. for whatever else. It just it makes sense. I like butterfly.ai though. That shit is actually kind of fire. It's your own man. I mean, there are exceptions, you know, like I said that I said, avoid the soft terms and then Google come along and call it Gemini, you know, like a star sign. So what the hell do I know? Yeah. Um, But I would heed caution, you know, especially on these two worders, unless it's like a good one of open source, you know, like, sure. All right. Which AI is open source now, but. You know, you've just got to employ a bit of critical thinking. And the most important thing, and Drew would reinforce this, or Josh certainly would, but he's gone. Um, these names are not liquid. You're right? Yes. Yeah. Like right now, and this and this is where the magic happens. This is what people on the show have to understand as well. This is where also the, it's the dangerous part. We're in the sharks now. But it's also where the magic happens and you have to be in that place and take those risks to see the huge returns and if you're not and it's understandable if you don't have the means don't do it you know like you're not going to be able to have that fallback unless you get the very very strong and cream of the crop kind of names to vindicate uh, that kind of investment <laughs> you know you know the, the market structure does not exist and it will exist, you know, like I've heard, you know, I, I'm not going to name any names. I've heard four seven-figure sales happening, and I'm sure many more because, like, a lot of these top-end uh, .ai names uh, hoarders, you know, it's like four or five people. Igor's one, uh, not sure his surname. You've got a Chinese guy who Shane knows, and if you go to audio.ai, you'll see the guy, and it's, he's annoyingly he owns most of the best and this guy the story goes from a chinese friend we have 
he was struggling to pay the renewal fee. He nearly dropped them all. You know, this is something, you know, this AI registry had been around from the mid to late 90s. Some of these people have been uh, renewing this for years on years. Yeah. Year on year, you know, and that's a lot of money. And and in that kind of volume, you're taking a hell of a chance. This guy, this Chinese guy now, I've heard, has made way over 10 million, tens of millions. He's not declaring the names, he's selling. He's actually flipped the script, and as shitty as his website is, he is buying, right? He's buying more. Can I, should I say anything more? He's a buyer with all of the inventory he has. Do you need to know any more information? I've heard of at least four seven-figure sales. I've not been told what. I'd speculate that Darmesh was one with agent.ai, which is one of the best, by the way. Just mm-hmm. so relevant. Assistant is dot AI is owned by Google. Amazing. What a name. Um, and the list goes on. You know, there's so many uh, like killer generics in the hands of the big boys, and they're not mm-hmm. stupid. Um, and you know, this is happening all the time, every day. But you know, on other platforms, but direct. You know, I saw a show where you guys went back to the Q3 results and it was like, well, you know, nothing noteworthy. No, Q3, nothing was going on. I don't, I don't even think it had registered to me in Q3. The, only, the time it registered to me was in a Discord chat and I bought, because I'm a dot-com maxi, like everyone else, I had bought totalai.com on a GoDaddy clothes out. And I was proud of myself. I was like, wow, what a cool name, totalai.com. You know, I could see this working. AI's beginning to gain some traction. Like, I didn't know anything about the subject, really. Um, and then Josh Reason, who is kind of very much on the fence, like some of you are, um, he said, well, what, why don't you buy total.ai? And I was like, like a foreign concept to me. And I was just like, I looked at them side by side. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, and then you went to total.ai and, and it resonated. And it was like end user hands. And I was like, it's way better. Like, we know AI is commercial. You don't need the com aspect. I can so, learn. The masses if, go to the if, com. If a company decides that AI is baked into their brand, I'm with yes. you 100%. The dot .ai looks way better than, than ai.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No question yeah. about that. My point is, again, just that I think that dot .ai or putting AI into your brand becomes redundant when the well, technology well becomes ubiquitous. No, but why, uh, why, why, why would the tech, we've just picked up on this, you know, mistral.com, media option. No, but look, we had the thing with IO. We had it with XYZ. So, you know, every no, 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 industry no, no, wants to separate itself because it distinguishes. All right, wait, wait. Let them tell. Terrible. Maybe not in God. scale. Maybe What not makes them scale. different? Is it just because AI is so much of a force? The scope. Yeah. Like, Come on. Even JT, I, JT, JT, please. Finance is a spec, a tiny spec. And crypto is a spec, or what I acquire, quite a big one, of finance. 
Well, hold on. Finance is not a spec. Finance is quite literally the second largest industry on earth. And when you include derivatives, it's the largest industry on the planet. Only second in energy. All right. What's what's the most fundamental aspects of life? Energy. Health as a human being. You know, there are so okay. many areas that, that eclipse money. I know everyone, some, and everyone here is on the show to make money. I get, it. I get it. But there are other aspects of life that people overlook. No doubt. They're more important. No doubt. But, you know, like, I know represent the crypto, represent the blockchain. Great. You know, it served its purpose, and, it, and it's still relevant, as illustrated by James. But AI is an... It's a monster. So you know the film Prometheus, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. AI's Prometheus. We're the little human. <laughs> I mean, you know, and that, and actually, but a much larger scale, and and its intelligence and its physicality are just monstrous. And we're looking at it. Right? And we're about to give birth, and, and because it's the opposite of Prometheus, we, you know, we we derive from that. It's the opposite, and we're about to maybe, maybe, if if the singularity takes place, I I, that's another. We're not. But so uh, look here. Here's the deal. I mean, you know, let's be ridiculous for a second. Let's extrapolate out to the singularity, right? Um, In that event, they were in this age of abundance. That means that there's going to be very few people starting new businesses. It right. means it, it literally means that there will be a handful of companies, period, full stop. There will be a handful of entrepreneurs. That's it. Right? And so I'm it literally making my argument for me is that I believe that you are 100% right. I just don't believe that there will be a scope, a large scope of companies who identify as an AI company because I think that we actually start the opposite. Most industries start with, the narrow end of the funnel, and they expand. And I think AI actually starts with this wide breadth of ideas and innovations and companies, and they actually get rolled up and it gets narrower and narrower and narrower. And there may be, hopefully, it's never one, because if there's one, then we're in trouble. Hopefully, there will always be competition among these. But I think, you know, we're, I think we're, you know, five or 10 might even be too many. Right. So here you go. Here's the thing. You know, I'm I'm thinking short term because of the impending impact of AI. I'm thinking as a short to mid term investor, right? So I'm thinking maybe the next two to three years. And in an ideal world for me, the way I see things going, where AI remains superficial, where AI remains uh, intrinsic. You know, it remains, it optimizes systems. It has a positive connotation in terms of the domain name. It, it obviously saves three characters. Amazing. You know, that's that's how people want it. Shorter, more memorable. It's a global recognized term already. I know there are legislative issues because it's Anguilla. I wouldn't worry about that. Same with Dio. You know, there's been lots of bullshit stories circulating. Nothing ever happens because... And especially with AI, there's so much firepower, there's so much money. And, and like you've said, Drew, the power is and the pendulum is shifting towards these huge corporations. 
And that, and, and I'm, the notion behind AI is that it's going to create abundance, infinite energy, and in theory, a level, a playing field level, right? Which essentially you'd think would dissolve democracy. It would, uh, you know, it would empower these corporations so much beyond, like, uh, the wind, we're, struggle for purpose yeah but then what you know like it wouldn't matter because i think in this if in that scenario that you're describing hopefully it's quite a long way away but domain names are redundant like you so, said there's no companies there's no rate, need there's rate, no one right capitalism rate is gone capitalism's gone the capitalism right while. now which we thrive on is the only system that works in my view well, I, I could. I, look, I'm a capitalist through and through. I mean, you, works, you'd be hard works. pressed. You'd be hard pressed to find somebody more diehard capitalist. I have right. my blood it works. capital. It works. I, look I at the fall capital. of Russia. Look yeah. at the fall so, of Russia. And here's the but I don't yeah, actually think we, we, we. You know, fortunately, we don't operate in 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 a, in a world of, of capitalism. We, we're, we operate in something a little more dystopian than that. But listen. I couldn't agree with you more, but again, I don't see how uh, any of this well, creates a um, you know as I said, a very as large I said, playing field of lots of AI companies. Right. Well, as I said, I'm a short to midterm investor, and that's yeah. And and you are going to see. I can guarantee you. I will. I'll stick my reputation, everything on the line. I'm not going to. I'm not. Well, you have. You put your money. It. You know. Again, I'll put look, my mind on this because you you are not somebody that's on the sidelines playing, you know, armchair quarterbacks. You about. are putting your money where your mouth wit, where your mouth is. You're investing, you know, you, you said on Twitter, you know, you paid six figures to get home.ai, yeah. six figures to get oh, art.ai, well. six figures yeah. to get cognitive.ai. Yeah. Right. You are putting your money where your mouth is. You are taking the risk where ninety nine point nine percent of the other people are not willing to go, right? That yeah. is what I did. Everybody, you go back and watch episodes of this show five years ago 10 years ago when i would tell people what i paid to buy some domain name probably bought it off you and uh you know i'd have jane going i just want to make sure but you didn't you didn't tell them you bought it from me you know or i'd have jack yeah. Kay going man you just talked about this huge domain acquisition you made you didn't tell them that i'm the only guy for you I, you know but people you know would tell me i was crazy for paying those numbers Turns out I True. wasn't crazy because somebody else paid 10x what I paid, right? So right. I'm True. with you, and you're going to win here. I'm 100% confident. Yeah. I don't believe that everybody else, though, is going to win buying no, hundreds no, no, of no, these no, things. No, no. I think that that's you, a loser's game. What makes you the investor that you are is because you're not the kind of guy who goes, hang on, I just got to discuss this with, with my wife or whatever. You know, like, <laughs> the, These kind of people that just – doesn't I've work. said it before, but these are the guys that actually know. Is there anybody in this industry that pays faster? No, no, exactly. This one makes a decision efficiency. faster. I don't think no. about this shit. No, you hit me with exactly. a name. I just know. Oh my god, that is the name I need. That's the price. Maybe we went back and forth once or twice, but it's like that's the name. That's the price. Yes, I want that on my side of the ledger. Give it to me. You made it to the top, not for coincidence. You know, like you have a God-given intuition, and you you execute. 
That's the difference, right? And this is what I'm trying to say about AI. We're in that territory now where it's people are not sure, you know, like, well, Drew said this, someone else says this, uh, I can't decide. But this is where the magic happens. And it's win huge or, yeah, I mean, this has got to be capital you can afford to lose. I've never pushed another agenda, right? Be cautious out there, but this is, the AI is like nothing before. I can promise you, you know, like I, I'll put my reputation on the line here. So, Here's what I'll nothing. say. I generally am very certain in my views. I'm very willing to change my mind when presented with, you know, uh, uh, evidence. Very, very flexible uh, uh, about you know, I, I love the saying, strong opinions, loosely held, right? Great saying. Uh, but uh, so so that being said, you know, literally, I don't know if there's anybody else in the domain industry, and this applies to both of you, um, that have a more uh, common set of characteristics about understanding what makes a great domain name. You know, like if say. If, if if JT sent the three of us a list, we should have thought about this. It would have been super interesting. Yeah, sent yeah, us a list of like, yeah. I don't know, a hundred we'll domains. We'll find you know, Pull a list of a hundred domains, send it to the three yeah. of us and say, what are the best three domains in this yeah. list? I guarantee you that we two or two out of the three would overlap between all of us. hundred percent. And I, I, I don't know so, if there's anybody else that I would say, you know, I know the three of us are going to identify, bump. I know exactly which names we're going to choose, right? And they're going to overlap. <laughs> So it, it is. It is. It's hard for me to to you know be in this position where I I, I disagree. But I I have to say you know look I uh, I I'm certain you're going to be right. I think you're going to win here on this and all your AI names that you're acquiring. It's not about me winning. I'm not here to win. You know, honestly, I my mission now in terms of what I offer in terms of content, not to pump my own back. As you know, I'm going all in on the business because I think that's where to go. And I don't care. If you Look, that is winning. Not. If you're doing just, what you want to do, that's winning, right? So, so yeah. Uh, Let me just add, like, you know. people, people saying that you're trying to bump your own bank. You have like 15 domains. How is that, you know? That's not wow, hold on. I've never said, I've never said that. I've never oh, even. Oh, no, you haven't. You haven't. You haven't. You're, but true, you're right, you're right. Look, here's the thing as well, and the point that needs to be made on .ai. It's, it will be, there will be the really high numbers commanded for the best ones, huge. Seven digits, maybe eight for the best .ai. I'm telling you. Take, for example, and this is not to blow my own trumpet, home.com, home.ai. You're not expecting anything remotely similar. Uh, art.com, art.ai, you're not expecting it to remotely similar. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, um, I don't know if you guys have seen like some of the AI art that's being done every day on my feed. It's bonkers. And it's literally the potential, it's a little bit of a threat to artists and that kind of sucks. There'll always be a demand for tr- traditional art. You you want the Mona Lisa, you know, you, you would want like some sort of you love art, Drew. You'd want some mm-hmm. sort of, you know, relic on your wall and to say, you know, explain the history. I know AI art doesn't have that, but 
that is, the potential is literally limitless. It's all about prompts and the use of prompts. And it could be yes. 13 words. And 13 words in the right order is like almost like encrypting your ledger. Yep. That's creativity. That's that's you know, like, yeah. so every, anything's going to generate from this. It's, we're, we're, the, and this is just a small component of what's to come. This is scary. This is just the generative part. Wait and until we get to the cognitive part, which is like, you know, Tesla, the, the autonomy. We're not quite so there yet. I, I'm with you. Again, 100%. I think we're, we, you know, we just, we conflate different things, Okay. So well, hold, hold let's on just take, James, stick with James, Mark wait, for a James, James, what were you saying? Sorry, James. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'll here for you, bro. Aren't you, Drew, like, to the point of what would you say is better out of, like, get a certain word.com or the one word.ai, like, for, for nomos.ai that I just brokered or acquired, like, they had get nomos.com or is nomos.ai better? It depends what they do. Well, I mean, depends what they do. That's right. That's right. Context. AI company, but is having the two word dot com better than the one word AI? No, not now. Again, that's what Drew said. Depends what they do, and it depends on their long term goals. And are these companies you think because AI is so big and and again eating the world that then things like email leakage and security some of the reasons why folks don't want to be on a dot a non com in the first place, Right. right? Is this going to be big enough for enough big companies spending enough yes. money to ignore that? Yeah. You're saying yes? It already is. Well, and that's what I think is super interesting is the fact that we're seeing these big sales. And, and look, when things happen in a wave and, you know, and things are a hype cycle and stuff like that, we see the activity. But this feels bigger, right? This feels bigger to you than all that. So, so yeah, yeah, JT. So it's never going to achieve the kind of mainstream effect that .com has. You're not going to go around shopping and you know seeing all these website advertisements.ai but no i'm not saying that you know it's, it's a different animal but for the right companies for the right software companies the brains the really clever people who are producing the best products on planet earth which will set the standards for everything else they're going to use the ai because the machine they're working with the machine and it's a critical component of it for a regular shop or something like Mistral.com or, or you know, like Arbor, yeah, or brick and mortar or whatever, like anything like Sherpa, that. You know, like, yeah, this is .com. You know, like for a regular business, that's, I'm not set out here to say, fuck, sell you.com. You know, we should be worried. No, no, you.com is the, always going to be the number one, right? But there are so many software companies coming along now producing amazing things. And they are aware. These are the best people in Silicon Valley. They understand the power of a domain. Yeah. And if they don't, they're in their VC fund or advisable tell them. And these guys, and the proof is in the pudding. Just I used a graphic recently. Most of them are using the AI. Why? I don't know. But it's this, you know, when your competitor is doing something, guess what? You emulate, you emulate, copy. 
Yeah, well, and I think that's an interesting point, too. And I actually, we talked about this on a team call that we had, a media options internal team with Chris and Matthew and, you know, Billy and Drew and myself. And, you know, going over, and it may have been from your Twitter feed. I don't know where, you know, the top 50 companies, you know, generative AI products. And someone told me this. What's that? Someone actually tipped me up. I can't take the credit. No, but I mean, it was interesting because as you go through that list and you realize that, you know, that you, it, it is largely, you know, I, I didn't, you know, some of the ones, any ones that are actually showing their domain name is a dot AI for the most part. There's a dot IO in the mix. There's a dot, you know, there's a few others, but it's like, there aren't any that are actually something.com, which I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. They're all either dot AI or they're just whatever their brand name is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that's an interesting, which was thing. the point I was making earlier is that it only makes sense to use a dot AI or to put AI on the end of your name. Yeah. If you are baking that into your brand, is that exactly. your brand? If that's right? your, if that's your brand, all for it, hundred percent. If you can get the dot com and forward that, exactly. even better, yeah. right? Hundred percent. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. But if it's not in your brand, if you want to call yourself, you know, Red Apple, and yeah. you Don't are RedApple.ai, but you're running around yeah. saying you're Red Apple, you're causing yourself problems that you may yeah. or may not be aware of. But you well, are doing email. You're doing a lot of you're you're, you're yeah. creating confusion and you're creating friction. Uh, well, and I would think too the red apple. That's a soft name, kind of like what you said before, Andy. I think that's a perfect. Yeah, example I'm just of pulling that. a random. You know, wait, James. Yeah, Drew. Let, let let me ask you a question. Do you, do you think IO is dead? No, I don't think it's dead, but it's like uh, you know, uh, you know, it's like somebody trying to run an Olympic race on crutches. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have a chance, but it has its place. Yeah. So you've it's seen just, some uh, among people that run races on crutches. Sure. Oh, come on. I mean, if I was a startup and I'm just ready to say, there is know, a 0% I- chance that there will ever be a company that prefers dot IO over dot com. Okay. Obviously, there is an argument. There's a legitimate what? argument to be made that maybe in certain circumstances, there is a company that prefers to have a .ai rather than a .com because they are AI forward. They're an AI company, yeah, yeah. pure, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and 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 there's a there's an argument you've made that they want to have .ai over their .com. I will accept right. that that company can exist. Okay, that that argument exists and it's valid. And there's it, it's not just a cop out. It's actually a valid. There's nobody that has a .io. That prefers to have .io over .com zero. There's right. No I agree. I it agree. is always going to be a second choice, and I have said this and before, yeah, but I will reiterate yeah. because it's a very important point that most people still don't get, even though I've said it two or three times on here. The moment you understand that something is a second choice or a third choice, okay, it is limited. It has a organic ceiling. That will Absolutely. never be penetrated. Absolutely. And that 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 gravity, that ceiling, the gravity is created by whatever's in first position. I, I, and so I, you are but, always going to on, be let's, subjected let's, and, yeah. and 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 uh uh constrained by whatever's in the first position. And the got moment it, you it, get too it. close, the moment you get too close to whatever's in the first position in terms of your price, you're going to get rejected out of the universe. And, you know, blow up in a, a supernova. 
You're, let, you're let done. Me, you're freaking sure. done, right? Because right, there's wait, nobody. Sure. There's a limit of ten percent. Maybe it's fifteen percent of what somebody's willing to pay based on what's in the first position. So as long as you understand that what you're investing in is always going to be in second position or third position, right? You, then you have to understand two things. One is that you're I mean, limited I mean, on what you will ever be able to charge, and two is that there will always be a competitor to you, and you're limited by what is my next best option. And what is that true, called? True, true. I'm okay. a bit worried about you. You're such a clever guy. I'm a little bit concerned that your thinking is too linear. It's not flexible enough. We're entering to unprecedented times. I don't think I'm a particularly linear thinker. I'm one of the few people I got. No, yeah, well, I understood you, Bitcoin well, in 2012. Say, no, I, I know, right. No, I, know. I think that's Maybe what Andy's saying, actually. Really. Not to put real quick. Time out, time out. I got to moderate this a little bit. First of all, James was trying to say something, so we're going to give him the floor here in about 10 seconds. Yeah, but man. I think the point that Andy's making is that you are a pretty broad thinker, right? But, but seeming pretty linear in this in this piece, yeah, right? You've made your mind up. You put your percentages here. What if it's not like that? What if the rules change? Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I know we can only predict the future. Is this a paradigm shift? I think that's really becomes yeah. the big, big question, yeah. right? And that's that's the yeah. thing is that is this in and to itself a big enough paradigm shift I know to change the world? I couldn't see it. AI I, is a paradigm shift. No yeah, question. It is. Dot AI is it is. Mm. Well, James. wait on James. Back, back, back James. to my point. What I was saying about IO is that it has its place. If, if I've just raised $2 million, I'm not going to spend $2 million on the .com. I'm going to sp- no. I'd rather spend 200 k on the .io. Well, that's what Drew's saying, uh, training wheels, because you can't afford exactly. it. Yeah. I, I never said that .io is going to be the first choice. It's, of course it's no, not. No, 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 yeah, but James, so here's my point, right? .io, yeah, it, it's, it's a niche. It, it kind of, you know, you usually have to be a blockchain or relating to crypto. That's kind of what it implies, input output. Uh, any, any, IO is different. IO is different any, because IO, IO does not really describe anything. This is what AI does. It, okay. it perfectly describes what it does. Uh, IO, probably a lot of the users of IO websites have no idea what that actually stands for. I mean, it's input output, but it's tech startups. It doesn't have, they don't have to be AI That's, related. My point is, it's not, it doesn't describe anything. It's just some dude one day said, hey. It's not I'm additive. Gonna, it's not yeah, additive. And like, I'm going to say it means input output. And, and just, you know, cottoned on. People, other people cottoned on to that and, and went with it. AI is not. The, point, every, is, the, the every, point is actually why. Why did they do it? They did it because right. they didn't want to pay the money to the dot com yet. Yeah. Right? They couldn't yeah, yeah. afford to pay the money for the dot com yet. True. So, it, so back it, to- it was it was a, a, a you know it's a bike with training wheels and then they eventually grow up and it, so now again listen man here's the deal you James okay out there hunting your dot ios and picking up these names now occasionally I think you're overpaying and you got a you know little little outside of your britches but like for the most part you're gonna do fine you're gonna sell your names because you're picking these things up you're hustling you're getting them at a good cheap price. And as long as you know that you have to fit it within a certain cubby, meaning, well, the dot com is five hundred grand, and so like probably the upper limit of this IO name is you know thirty to fifty grand, right? And so as long as you understand that, you're going to keep selling these things if you're buying the right names, which we know you know how to do, right? You know you know how to identify what's a good name, right? But the average Joe is just saying, oh, dot IO is just a, like the next dot com. Let me go buy blah 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 blah, and it's like no. 
None of those yeah. things are impl- imp- imply themselves as tech company or a crypto company. Right. So, so, so go ahead. Sorry, sorry, Drew. Oh, yeah. On the broader spectrum, obviously you want your .com. If you if you want to market your product to the world and your product, you know, applies to the masses. If you want to sell something on a mass scale, you, of course you want your .com. Like that's not going to change. AI is niche, and it, and the, you know it's being run as I said by the smartest mind. The smartest products are going to be created, but they're going to change the world and. The consumers of those products, yeah, they'll be a bit more limited. The product may cost more or whatever, you know, it'll be a niche. But they're also smart enough to kind of, uh, you know, not not need the .ai force down their throat. We, we might be going that in, into a paradigm shift. So whereas even potentially, I don't want to scare anyone, whether even the domain doesn't really matter. That's that's also a slight concern of mine, but yeah, I'm, you know, I'm talking to investors, and I'm talking in the next two to three years, short to midterm, and AI, if you've got the balls for it, will be a great return. But just make sure you get the right ones. Don't buy any old shit. Learn to recognize through people like Drew, through people like JT, through people like my brother. What makes a good brand? Just reason. Talk to these yeah. guys. Talk to the knowledgeable, you know, investors who've been there and done that's it. That's my advice. I, I, and, I and guess I think, that's yeah. literally the best advice you can give because whatever it is, whether you're an IO, it's understanding the 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 the, the you know the, the circumstances around that. That okay, I'm limited on my upside based on what the dot com might be, and no. I'm limited or, in, or let's say not limited but constrained by you know who are the buyers for this type of domain. Understanding that targeting names in that namespace. At the right price that represent a sufficient return to justify the renewal fees, justify the carrying costs, justify the length of time it might take to sell it. Same thing applies to AI. Same thing applies to dot com. Same thing applies to XYZ or to dot club or whatever. Every namespace has a natural set of domains that make the most sense. If you can identify those names, obviously dot com has the largest namespace of natural yeah, uh, uh, premium names, right? but each namespace has its place. Each namespace has a set, a core set of names that make sense that have inherent intrinsic value with yeah. or without an end user. Right. And so if you can learn to identify that, you can apply it to each of these namespaces. And as a new trend emerges, you can go using those, those, those concepts, reapply it as you've done in AI with the same skill set you learned in .com. And you can exploit that and you can make a business for yourself. Yeah. I salute you. I think you're going to do amazing with what you've got. And, and in the AI space, I think well, uh, it's going to be great to hear the I feedback think- from everybody. I want to ask this question that you just mentioned, though. I want to yeah. end on this note. Let's go. Let's go. Discussing this. Mm-hmm. Probably we all share a similar thought and fear, yeah. which is. Does AI lead to an irrelevance of domain names? Now, I want to preface this question with, you know, when I when I was early in the domain space, I came in after you did, Andy. But when I, you know, we're I was probably you were probably second wave, I was third wave in the domain yeah. industry. Uh, James is like fourth or fifth wave. Okay, uh, when I came in, you know, very shortly after that, it was like you know. 
social media was blowing up commercially, right? It had blown up in the early 2000s socially, but the advertising and the business use of social media was really exploding in that 06, 08, 2010 world. And uh, suddenly I was getting pushback when I'm trying to sell domains and people would say, I don't, this domain is less valuable to me because I can, you know, I, I'm kind of, I'm connecting with my audience, my customers on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Facebook was the prominent platform at the time. Right. And so it was like, I remember, um, uh, 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 absolute vodka did the, was the first one to put a billboard up and they, uh, they, they advertised facebook.com slash absolute instead of absolute.com or absolute vodka.com. Right, and I thought, shit. wow, that just, I knew that inherently I was like, that's just, that's stupid. Right. Look at it. Some portion of their money's promoting Facebook instead of their own yeah. thing. Yeah. So I, I knew it didn't well, make sense, me. but, but still companies were telling me like, no, the value's gone down on domains because now we've got social media. Right. And then people kind of woke up apps. and they realized that it came apps, right? Then, you know, right out immediately after that, it was, well, your domain's worth less now because I connect yeah. with my customers on an app. And I thought, well, once somebody gets, a, you know, a couple hundred apps on their phone, you might as well just be using Google. And I'm not really sure what value exactly. you're adding and the you know, security exactly. issues. And again, inherently, I just knew that that argument wasn't right, even if I couldn't identify exactly why. I still believe inherently that even with AI, even with agents and assistants and with this intermediation of AI, I still think we need domains. I still think it might even be more important. It might even be more important to have a very good domain that's easy to spell, easy to say, that 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 is uh, uh, semantically meaningful. But I'm not solidified in that view. I I I still lose some sleep thinking about this. I spend a lot of time. I've got an awful lot of my own capital tied up in domain names. I still believe domain names are going to continue to rise in value. Sure. I'm still buying. I just spent seven figures buying domain names last week. I've, I've just bought, you know, close to six figures of domains yesterday. I love domain names. Okay. I still believe in them. But if I'm looking out, you know, 10 years, 15 years, it's very hard to look out that far. It's anybody's guess. But it, it, well, it's important. It's important to look out where, where, where's the world going? What do you think? What 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 is your instincts tell to you? You're There's no me. factual. I'm asking everybody. Oh, There's no that, way that to is... listen. We all know all this is a guess. It is impossible. Yeah. Not the smartest man on earth cannot tell you. Yeah. AI itself. I've asked AI. I've asked all the different AIs. I've, I've tried all these different prompts and had long dialogues about where's the internet going. The AI a, and internet, you know, marriage is that going to you know uh, dilute the value of a domain name? be honest so far all of the ais basically say that domain names are the you know the, the 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 bedrock of the internet they're not going anywhere we don't see but but ai current versions of ai actually can't predict the future they're not very good at looking forward they're only good at looking backwards and then it's uh uh extrapolating forward based on history okay but when you're in this inflection point when you're in an inflection point as we are now there's no way. There's nobody and there's no technology that can tell you here. Here's where we're going to be in ten years. So, with all that being said, uh, and all of us are going to probably look stupid, you know, ten years yeah, from now. No, but no, exactly. What 
is it, I'm sure you think about it because you've got your money on the line. I've got my money on the line. JT's got his job on the line. Where are we going? Our domain name is going to be there. <laughs> yeah. So, wait. Um, well, this is, that is a huge you go question. It's a huge question. And this is why I say, you know, like I'm a short to midterm investor because I don't have those answers. Because we're staring down the barrel at te- uh, technology, which is, like I say, it's monstrous. And it's, uh, you know, like look at the change in the last year, you know, even. And look where chat GPT is going. And this is generative AI, which is the tip of the iceberg. Um, so we we cannot simply, we can't comprehend where the world's going to be in five to ten years. Mm-hmm. It's not even worth speculating. But if it kind of goes into that uh, kind of nature that we discussed, whereby uh, corporations have all the control and there's more of an equal playing field, then... It won't matter, you know. Businesses, the the, cap, the system is destroyed. Democracy's gone, so yeah. that wouldn't matter. So all of it would be rendered useless. We'd all probably be given UBI, you know, yeah. and we'd just live a life. Possibly, you know, as as bizarre and bonkers as it sounds, maybe in a visa, you know, maybe we'd be in a simulation, our own simulations, and what would that look like? I'd but that's a possibility. It's not oh. something to be completely discounted. But the, the reality, you know, governments are going to have to mitigate this. They're going to have to control this. We want it so that the mind works with the machine. So it kind of synchronicity. So we get the benefits, the positive benefits from all this technology. But it's going to be, it's going to grow exponentially, which is a concept no one here, not the smartest guy here, cannot comprehend. Like, this is what's scary. And this is why I've never been, uh, this is not a doomer point of view, by the way. I'm positive. I'm, I'm optimistic about the future. But it's, it's going to be such a paradigm shift that none of this conversation will like all yeah. that matters is the next one to two years, and that's all I'm thinking. So, I, the, well, so Ray Kurzweil from Google, Ray, Ray Kurzweil, who is the technologist, the futurist for Google. Yeah. Um, who uh, what's his uh, name? Sorry, Ray Ray Kurzweil. Oh, yeah. he's working for Google. The guy who wrote the Singularity. Yeah, yeah. So, so he literally, well, he's been with Google for a very long time as their. Basically, futurist. One of their, one yeah. of the, you know, I don't know. Yeah, what yeah, it, yeah. He, I think he literally his title is like. Huh? He owns Singularity.com and it's the sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ray Kurzweil um, uh, says, I believe, and I might be misquoting this, but, but I think chips. he says Brain 2029 uh, is uh, AGI. AGI arrives in 2029 and 2020. 2032 or something like that, you know, we're basically hybrid human machine. Right, right, right. That's probably, I mean, that's, I think that's a positive spin on things. Yeah, I, mean, I hope it goes that way. By the way, he's got an 86% hit rate on his I know, predictions. I know, I know, I know. 86% success rate on his predictions. Have you read his book? I've read parts of it. He's I have a it genius. Here he's a genius. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, I mean, this last three months, I've come out of a head cloud, you know, like brain fog. And this is why I'm able to articulate more clearly my points. But uh, 
this is a book where you have to be of around 130 or more IQ, or you're just not going to get it. You have to understand physics, mathematics, or it's just going to wash over your head. Um, but yeah, I mean, he is one of the top top brains, as you said. There's a lot of futurists, and they're all going with AI because they're producing some of the best technology in the world, and that's not going to change. So to conclude, my point is, in the short to midterm, you know, yeah, not .io. I mean, James might have a contrarian point. That's, like Drew says, training wheels. You can make money from .io, but the real money is going to be, and it's going to be vindicated in 2024. Forget the data now. It doesn't matter. The real data will come out in 2024. And that will be where the fireworks well, we'll see. You know, everybody get your popcorn ready. Um, but yeah, yeah. We're, we're up on time. I think that, let me close out a couple of things here. And, well, hold um, on. I want to hear what James thinks. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Oh, you guys are actually going to let James talk? Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, sorry, man. Man. sorry, I was falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> no, the question is, uh, you know, if we look out, whatever time horizon you want, five years, ten, you know, let's say ten years, because five years, I think, you know, pretty safe to say domains aren't going anywhere. But let's, let's look out 10 years and beyond. What do you think about the future of domains? Do AI, does AI dilute the value of domains? Does it, does it make domains obsolete? Is, uh, you know, what happens with domains in your mind? Are you worried about it? No, not at all. I mean, I, I don't, honestly, I don't think much will change. I think, you know, it'll just be a progression of what it is today. I think .com, like, you guys are saying will always be the top dog. AI will have its place. IO probably will be dead in 10 years, but still might have its place. I but admire I think... the tranquility. No, I mean, I, I, do. I admire you know, the level headed. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried that AI is, is going to ruin human life. And, you know, in the next five to 10 years, I, I don't think that's going to happen personally. I think AI is going to be a huge part of our lives, like starting now, but in five to 10 years, even more so. Yeah. But I, well, I mean, we, we've had nuclear weapons, you know, like we've had the capability to, you know, implode. But there's always been someone smart enough to say. Well, we only had a small group of people with the ability to cause all of humanity to implode. I mean, the AI. Right, but well, how many nations have nuclear weapons? Maybe 60. But yeah, yeah I know what you mean. But the, the, there's been. It's some not. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's do this because I was. Thank you, James. And this is good. And I think without getting into some of the doom and gloom about, you know, the potential no, 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 of you know, no, harm no, and disaster that can be caused, I think no, what's interesting, no. and, and to me, real quick, just to throw in my two cents, I always find like, you know, when you see these memes that are like, oh, man, we thought. You know, in 2025, we'd have flying cars and fucking super futuristic cities. And instead, we've got people posting fucking dumb dances on TikTok. Yeah. You know, true, as the, true, as true. the, you know, this is, and, and fucking these reality shows on Bravo. But yeah, so the capability and all these other things that are, that are possible. We are going to see enormous shifts in the way a lot of things happen. I think yeah. that it'll be, you know, some things are going to happen much more quickly than we can imagine. Other things I think will stay relatively sort of static in ways that we will be surprised by as well. And I think that hopefully I for our sake, I you know, so. 
We'll stay ahead of the curve as much as we can. Hopefully, a lot of the legacy domain stuff will stay stable so that we can continue to monetize it the way that we do. I think mm-hmm. that you guys made some great points. I mean, throughout this entire show, this was great. But, you know, you made some really good points, sort of what was kind of as we were concluding where, you know, talking about the different extensions having names that have real value because they have real you know users and real buyers and i think that the difference where a .io which is a fraction of .com is one thing versus ai where it's if the space the market the companies are big enough successful enough if this is yeah. a big enough paradigm shift what it does is it just creates a bigger buyer base that can justify huge sales that can also justify bigger buys on the front end and we say it on the show all the time for domainers you know and domain yeah. investors you make money on the buy not on the sell but there need to be the buyers there in order Take to, a chance. to realize it you know so james and, again james can i reinforce that so this would AI quality of a quantity. We're not going to see mm-hmm. the same volume like dot coms. Obviously not. You sure. can't register any. That's a great way to say it. Not at all. Just if you can get the quality and like generic, like I'm lucky home. It's a, it redefines the AI component of it completely redefines everything. If you can pick up generic AIs, You'd be stupid not to if you can see the potential that exists and how how the machine and optimized processes changes the whole view of the field. Like health, imagine health diet, right? You know, like we're gonna need we're gonna need these insights, and yeah. that is gonna be a different ballgame from health.com, right? Oh, that's just an example. Yeah, but, no, but I think uh, that's a great point. And I think, and we'll leave it with that. Yep. Let's leave it with that because I think that's a great point, which is, and I think that's where there's a lot of overlap and, and common thinking amongst everybody on here is that it's really about the specific names and the quality is really where it's at. And, and there will be continue to be wins and a lot of opportunity there because we will, we're, we're still at the very beginning of what AI is capable of doing for humanity and society in general. And that's going to drive you, a ton you, of this. You're going to see some vast sales some- Epic AI sales, which will be like, well, like, you know, like, I don't know, $3 million for AI. It'll be public. Yeah. But, you know, like on the uh, DN Journal report, you're going to see, I don't know, in the top 100, 87 of dot com still. You know, yeah. nothing's going to yeah. change really in terms of that. Don't. But there will be some absolutely epic AI sales because this is where the best brains are. This is where the money is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. is what's going to change the world. Yeah. That's oh, it. it's I, exciting, don't, I really don't argue with any of that. Yeah, I agree. Bam. We're going to wow. end on... with friends now? <laughs> we are going to end with as friends on common ground in agreement, if you will. Um, a couple quick things. So, look, guys, thank you so much for being on the show. This was fantastic. Looking forward yeah, to the next one for sure. Um, yeah. I want to just give a quick shout out uh, and, and a reminder for the ICA meetup in Vegas, January seventeenth. Oh, let's go! Let's I'm go! I'm a We're single gonna... man, dude. I'm I. I'm I. <laughs> oh, let's go! We're going to have a good time out in Vegas. Another reason for y'all to get signed all up. All AI you're... talk, brother. All AI talk. Watch let's... out, ladies. Watch out, dominions let's... and ladies. <laughs> let's... <laughs> let's get it. I'm hey. all gay, man. Hey. I'm all open. 
Hey, but look, for what it, you know, but to that point, it's going to be a great event. If you're not registered, get registered. If you're not a member, go get your membership on. Make that happen. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we're going to have, you know, there's going to be deals done and all that good stuff. So if you can get there, get there and uh, we'll see you. We'll see you in Vegas in January with the ICA. Very, very excited about that. Next week, we got our holiday show coming up, which is going to be great. So you'll see some familiar faces there doing what we do, getting ready to end this this year, this crazy 2023. So, uh, you know, again, a lot of crazy stuff happening. We are at the cusp of some really interesting Fasten things. your seatbelts because it's going to be a lot crazier in 2024. <laughs> 2024, Hell yeah. baby. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That is the only no. comfort. That's the only, the only prediction about 2024 with which I have an extraordinarily exactly. high level of certainty, exactly. it's going to be a lot crazier than anything we've oh. seen yet. <laughs> I do not disagree. It's going to yeah. less strap out. It's going to be good. So anyway, Fasten all right, guys. Well, listen, man, again, appreciate you guys for taking the time. Uh, the Booth Brothers Absolutely. Live. Absolutely. Long direct. time coming. Drew. Josh Reason, appreciate him taking off early on us, but we still got mad love for our boy. And like I say on every show to the audience, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Without you, there is no us. And uh, we'll keep doing what we do. Y'all keep doing what you do. You know we're not hard to find. Give us some feedback. We'll post some of this stuff on Twitter. We'll see what some of y'all think based on what we've talked about and what y'all are thinking out there in the in the world and the domain space and beyond and uh otherwise we'll see everybody next time here on domain sherpa where all roads lead to domains peace out y'all. Love, guys keep injecting the energy let's see go later. let's get it all right peace Cheers. out let's go.